Hello and welcome to the Manifest Playbook. My name is Kayla. I'm your host of this podcast and I'm so excited to be here. I am recording from a different spot today and I'm really hoping that this will help with the noise level. Of course, as I say this, there's literally some kind of motorcycle or truck going by outside right now. So if you can hear that, I am so sorry. But I've come to realize that my apartment is not the best place to do my recording because I live on the corner of a busy intersection and no matter where I go, there is always street noise. Like I swear these windows in here are made of paper or something because it sounds like I have the windows open at all times of the day when they are fully shut right now. I have shut every door. I have shut all the windows. I'm trying to soundproof this place as much as possible, but I realized in the last episode that in like the middle ending of the episode, there was a huge truck that went by and you can that's all you could hear. So I'm hoping this will be a little bit better. As I say every week, we're still working on the sound quality, but we're going to roll with it and hope that it works. (laughs) In today's episode, I want to talk about the topic of authenticity and showing up as your authentic self, because I feel like this is a word that has been going around a lot recently, and I have a few things to say about this. And I made a post on my business page for Manifest Marketing the other day that I've after I made the post, I realized I had so much more to say about the topic. So here we are. We're going to talk about it a little bit more and what being authentic is and how you can show up as your authentic self. So what does it mean to show up as your authentic self or be as authentic as you can be? What this really means is acting the way you would act when you're with somebody that you're super comfortable with. So say you have a really great group of friends and you feel like you can unleash and be exactly who you are and be true to yourself with those friends or with your family or with your partner. Envision that version of yourself when you are just totally having the best time ever, you feel like you can let loose and like I said, be your true, true self. Now, if you are somebody who's like, well, I don't know who my true self is. I've been putting on these personas and I've been putting up this facade for so long that I don't know who my authentic self is. I invite you to take a look back at who you were as a child or connect with your inner child if that's something that resonates with you. But for most people, I would say think back to who you were as a child. And I guess connecting with your inner child is the same thing, but I know there are some people who are more in tune, I guess, with that kind of work of the inner child healing. So whatever way resonates with you, take that route. But what my example would be for this is as a child, I was very wild and imaginative and I was overly creative, creative, can't talk today, really loud and just completely out there, did what I wanted, said what I wanted, wore what I wanted, and didn't really care what anybody had to say about it. If I had to describe who I was as a child, I would say I was pretty outspoken and independent and very creative. So those are a few key things that I think about when I was a kid, what I was like and how I acted. And the reason that I invite you to think about who you were as a kid is because that will help draw you back to your most authentic self. 
So if as a kid you were maybe quieter or more reserved and now as an adult you feel like you're forcing yourself to be like an extrovert or out there and and outgoing, maybe that's not who you are truthfully inside or vice versa. If you're a really outspoken, outgoing kid and now you're really quiet and shy as an adult, maybe there's a part of you that over time you've either hidden away or you've been told you're too much. You need to calm down. You need to relax. You're being too loud. I know those are things that I've definitely heard and felt since I was a kid because I was so over the top, outgoing. I had so much energy as a kid. I was always told, you need to tone it down. You need to focus. You need to calm down. You need to stop being so loud. And the more we hear that, especially when we're children, the more deeply ingrained it gets in our subconscious to the point where that's what we think we need to be in order to fit in. And that's something that I'll touch on too, is that we put on these personas, we stray from our true authentic self in order to fit in. Now, if we were back a few thousand years or whatever, when we had to truly survive and every day was a gamble of if you were going to live or not, in those times, you had to fit in in order to survive. If you were an outlier, if you didn't fit in with the pack, it could literally cost you your life. And nowadays, that's not so much the case because we have so many systems and structures built around us to allow us to survive longer and live um, much more fulfilling lives where we don't have to worry about that survival instinct quite as much. But it's still so deep ingrained in us that we need to fit in because in the past, that was a way that our species survived. So that is the reason behind why we stray from our true authentic selves deep, deep, deep down at the core is that we think or feel that we need to fit in in order to survive. And like I said, that is now not the case. We don't need to act a certain way in order to have a roof over our heads. Well, maybe (laughs) you get what I mean, where it's like you, you aren't going to be killed or you don't have a threat of being killed because you aren't fitting in. So that that example just took a really, really hard turn, but you probably get the gist. So when you are trying to show up as your true authentic self, think about who you were as a kid before you were told that you need to tone it down or before you were told that you need to speak up or before you were told you need to act this way or dress this way or look this part. Prior to all of that, think about who you were as a kid. Bring out some of those qualities that you held when you were a child or those things that people told you not to be and feel within your body if that still resonates with who you are at your core. I know for myself that I was a wild, outgoing, creative, imaginative kid and for so long, I would say probably like from high school through college, kind of, I suppressed so much of that wild, outgoing, crazy, loving, creative energy because I was told you need to tone it down. You need to do this. You need to act this way. So I completely switched. I did a full 180 and then I was really quiet and shy and reserved. And now I'm 25 years old and I want to get back to my true authentic self, who I was as a kid. I want to feel that creative, wild, fun, loving energy again. 
And I'm starting slowly to pull those little bits and pieces out. And I've really refound my creative flow. I'm starting to refine my voice, especially doing this podcast has helped a lot with getting some of that like outgoing and extroverted energy out. So these are some things that I'm doing to help me come back to my true authentic self. So if you are like, I don't know who my true authentic self is, talk to your inner child, take a look at who you were as a kid, just think about that. And if that resonates with you, what can you do to start acting that way again? Maybe if you're like me and you were a super creative, wild, free-flowing kid, start doing things that will bring out that creative energy. For me, that has been working on my business and marketing where I get to create graphics for companies and doing this podcast where I can be you know, outspoken, I can say what I want to say. And those are just a couple ways that I've for myself have started to reconnect with who my true authentic self is because like I said I suppressed for so long who I was because of what I was told to do and how I was told to act and what I was supposed to look like now I'm coming back to okay who am I though who am I at my core if I am not this version of myself or that persona or that facade and I'll touch a little bit on personas and you know those personalities that we have now too because just because you have a certain personality or a persona you put on in different situations does not mean that you're a fake or a liar or two-faced or have multiple personalities. It doesn't mean that at all. Again, going back to that was a prior survival method that we needed to use in order to make sure we could wake up again the next day. So being a certain way or having a certain persona around certain people or in different situations is not necessarily a bad thing. But the point of this conversation today is to invite you to start to let some of those walls fall down and start to bring who you are at your core into these personas so that you can show up as a more true version of yourself. So the facade and the personas and the different ways that you carry yourself, they're not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't make you a fake. It doesn't make you a liar. It doesn't make you any of that. But let's see if we can start to bring your true personality into some of these different personas. The example that I want to give to go along with this conversation is how I completely changed my persona or who I was in order to fit into a certain role and how it negatively affected me and just made my life so not as happy as it could have been. (laughs) So when I was in college, I had, and going into, you know, graduating college and working, I had this business persona, I'll call it, that I would put on. This business persona was what came out when I was in sales competitions, when I was in my sales class talking to representatives from different uh, companies. This persona would come out when I was in, I did the marketing club at the school that I went to and we did different national conferences and we held events. So I would you know, have, speak to different people and have all these different conversations, go to these events, network, whatever it was. 
I would put on my business persona. And again, I don't think this is a bad thing. And I really attribute my business persona to a lot of the success that I've had because I was able to identify how people wanted, what people reacted well to, I should say. And I was able to embody that. So it's also like, I, I now that I'm saying that, I'm like, that could be perceived as manipulative, but I wasn't trying to do it in a way to manipulate people. It was just the way that I was acting to, again, fit in. So I had my business persona. And when I graduated college and went into my first real job out of college, I was a recruiter. So I would call people all day long uh, from their resumes on Indeed, Monster, Zip Recruiter, whatever it was. I would ask them if they're still in the job market. And if they were, I'd offer them the option to interview and potentially have a job for the businesses that we worked with. The company that I worked for was very structured and that's not a bad thing by any means. I actually really enjoyed a lot of the structure that I had and some of the things that they implemented to help us grow as professionals like mentor programs and options for additional learning, those kinds of things. But on the flip side of that, the structure really, really hindered my creative abilities and I wasn't able to connect with people in the way that felt genuine because I was expected to follow a set of steps and procedures which I again completely understand like I see both sides of this a hundred percent I can see why a business has their certain systems that they use they have standard operating procedures they want everything to be consistent I completely understand that but for me when I'm connecting with people who I'm interviewing because I want to help get them a job when I'm bound to a set of questions or email templates or whatever it is it felt so ingenuine to me that I felt like I couldn't really make a good connection with some of the people that I was working with. And the other side of that too is the way that we interacted in the office with one another, not just with the talent that we were reaching out to, but how we interacted as a team felt so overwhelmingly fake to me that I some days physically could not stand to listen to some of the things because I was like, this is all so fake. And so the business had, the company had this, um, these set of rules. So like you had to dress business professional again, completely understand that totally makes sense. But we were sitting in an office staring at each other all day. And the amount of in-person interviews that we had was very small compared to the amount of, uh, like virtual interviews that we had. So this was before, this is like just pre-COVID. So I started there in June of 2019. So I was there for, it was almost a year and COVID hit in March. So this was even prior to COVID happening when everything went virtual, we were doing virtual interviews. And so in my head, I'm like, I get it. Why a business wants to have everybody looking very professional, especially the sales team. If you're out, you know, meeting with clients and everything. But for those of us who are sitting in the office all day, pretty much just cold calling, I'm like, why can't I wear jeans with this nice top so that when I get into an interview, I look professional from the shoulders up, but I can at least be comfortable sitting in this office all day. So that, in itself I mean to me clothing is very like I 
I'm very particular about what I wear and if I'm not comfortable, I'm not gonna be having a good time. So for me, I was like, I'm gonna work so much better if I'm able to be comfortable when I'm doing it. So that was one of the things that I was like, this doesn't quite make sense to me. And then the going back to like the fake and I would say toxic positivity aspect of it was that all the conversations we had felt like a pep talk out of some like cheesy teen movie where, you know, the coach is like yelling at the football team, like, you know, we have to make this happen. Like, I I can't even think of a good example for like a pep talk right now, (laughs) but it felt so fake and toxic positivity just like nothing felt genuine there wasn't a a point where we could sit down and be like hey guys you know we had a really shitty day yesterday the numbers are really lacking what can we do to get to the next point and there were sometimes conversations around that but it would be what it was like at a really really bad spot but day to day it was just this like fake I could tell that everybody had their persona on or you know we had these like pep talks or team meetings where I love a good team meeting, but I want it to feel genuine. I don't want everybody to just be going around saying what they think they need to say in order to make everybody else happy instead of saying, yeah, you know what? I had a really shitty day yesterday. I didn't get anything done, but I have X, Y, and Z lined up for today. and I think it's going to go really well. Instead, people were just scraping the bottom of the barrel, trying to find something like nice or positive to say to make it sound better than it was. But it's like, if you can't be your true self, if you can't say what it is that you actually mean, then what's the point? So for me, the that workplace just felt so toxically positive and fake and just not aligned at all with how I truly felt inside. Like I wanted to express myself. I wanted to be myself around these people and in this situation, but I felt like I couldn't because I felt like if I said the wrong thing, I was going to be seen in a negative light or I wasn't going to fit in with the people that I'm working with. And like, don't get me wrong. I The company I worked for was great. I love the people that I worked with. And when I had those genuine conversations with people, it felt so real. And it honestly did. It was like, would light me up. I had a handful of coworkers that I worked with. And one-on-one, the conversations were great. What I really had a, an issue with was the way that management and like the higher the other teams like like the managers would come in and they would give these like really you know deep peppy whatever talks and it just that's what felt fake to me I liked my daily interactions with my coworkers because that did feel really real and it felt very true to myself and I got to know them really well but for me it was just like the management the upper the higher ups kind of whatever you call them that it was just that attitude that I felt like okay this seems like something out of some like teen movie where you know they have to I don't even know what like it just it all felt so fake so after I left that role I was like that was not me at all that was not my true authentic self and even outside of that job there were certain relationships where I felt like I could not be my true self I couldn't articulate the things that I wanted I couldn't stick up for myself and that was a deeply like personal issue for me was if I can't even say to like a partner or a close friend how I'm feeling or what my needs are that needs to be met 
how am I supposed to say that to literally anybody else? How am I supposed to show up as my true self if I couldn't even talk to some of the closest people in my life as my authentic self? And that's what really has led me to this point that I'm at now. And let me be very clear about this timeline. Like I was talking about the job that I was in, that was in 2019, 2020. And so now we're in the middle of 2022. So it has been a few years and it took some really, really low, low points to get to where I am now. And in those past couple of years, I could just feel the deterioration of me not being myself. Or I was just like, for a little while in the middle there, just wildly depressed. Like couldn't get out of my own way. Just so, so like unhappy with myself because I didn't know who I was as a person. I struggled with that for a really long time where I was like, I don't know who I am. And I would push people away. I would ruin relationships because I didn't feel secure enough in myself. I felt like I didn't know who I was in order to give that to somebody else. I'm like, if I don't even know who I am, how is this person going to perceive me? So that's something I've been working on for a very long time. So that is another point I want to make is that this isn't an overnight thing. You're not going to wake up one day and be like, I am my authentically true self. Here I am. Here we go. That's likely not going to happen. This is going to take time. But being able to at least start acknowledging, okay, am I being the most true version of myself that I can be? In this situation, am I acting like myself? Or am I putting on a persona because I want this person to like me or to think of me a certain way? And I'll reiterate. It is not a bad thing to have certain personas. Like if I walked into that job that I had and I was like, yo, what the fuck is up? Wearing like sweatpants and my hair in a ratty bun. Like absolutely not. That's also not who I am authentically. Don't don't take that as like that's my authentic self. But if I was like so polar opposite of what they wanted or what they needed me to be, I wouldn't have had that job. I probably wouldn't have even gotten the interview in the first place. So there is good mixed in to having these personas, but don't let being a certain way overpower who you are at your core. Like if I could go back and tell myself in 2019 or 2020, I would tell myself, okay, yeah, you have to dress business professional, but let's get creative on, on the ways that we can do this so that you so that you do feel comfortable when you're sitting in the office all day, you know, cold calling people or yeah, these meetings might feel toxic, positive, fake, whatever. But if you can tell it how it is and be like, yeah, you know what? I didn't have the best day yesterday, but this is what I'm doing today to change that. If I could go back and tell myself, I would have told myself, use your real voice, use your true true feelings for things and be honest that's the other thing too i think of being authentic is just being honest about who you are not always being a yes man and saying okay yeah you know yes i'm cool with this or yeah that's great when deep down you know it's not because at the end of the day your true self is going to be the one that shines the brightest and the way people are going to connect with you is when you are being your true authentic self like I said, if I could go back and tell myself, you know, what are you doing? You're acting, your business persona is 
yeah, it helped you get the job and yeah, it's helping you get through day to day, but you're so unhappy. So why can't you take your professional side and blend it with who you really are at your core? Stick up for yourself. Tell them how you really feel about things. Find creative ways that you can connect with people that feels true to you, but is also respectful of that other person. Because like I said, I think that there are obviously systems in place for a reason, and this is more specific to a career side, but you can take these examples and apply it anywhere in your life, whether it's like personal relationships, whatever it may be. For me, I've always had that in my career, I would act a completely different way in interviews and on my job than I do normally. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to speak up a little. I'm going to you know, interject if I actually have a question. Because that was the other thing is that I would be sitting in meetings and I'd be like, I have no clue what's going on right now. Instead of asking a question, I'd sit there blankly and then it would come back to bite me in the ass later. Instead of just being like, hey, can somebody clarify this aspect for me? Or if somebody wanted, you know, somebody else to lead the meeting. I would always shy away when like deep down, I know I've got this voice and I can, you know, use it and I can present well and I can speak to a crowd. I would just shy away because I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to, you know, accidentally not act like my business persona for a second. So I... Now, looking back and realizing that the reason I wasn't acting like my true self is because I wasn't being true with myself. I was allowing these walls and facades to try to protect me almost from the outside world instead of uh, allowing and accepting. Sometimes you'll get feedback that you don't like. Sometimes people are going to like you. And you know what? That is okay. There's 8 billion people on this planet. I'm sure there's going to be a handful of them that don't like you. But you know what? More often than not, people are going to like you more for being your real, true, authentic self than they are going to like your facade or your persona or whatever it is that you put on, some personality you put on to appease them. And the last point I want to make about this, because I am a business owner and I know a lot of my examples have been about business, but like I said, you can interchange that with any kind of relationship or situation where you feel like you're not being who you really are. People are going to resonate with you more and they're going to connect with you deeper when you show up as who you are. People are going to know and be able to see right through any kind of facade, screen, or persona that you're putting up where you're not acting as your true self. People can see through that. It is an energetic thing that we really can't even explain, but I know that you know when you walk into a room and there's a weird energy about it. Like, for example, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day about when you go into a restaurant and you know that the staff was just screaming at each other in the kitchen five seconds before, or somebody's pissed at somebody else, or somebody's being slow and whatever it is, the drama, you can feel that tension in the air. Or if you 
you know, are in a disagreement with your partner or a friend and you see each other and you just feel that heavy tension in the air, like these are energies that we can feel. You can also feel when you walk into a room of, you know, happy, positive, uplifting people, like a conference or a seminar where everybody has this really good high vibe, positive energy. You can feel that it is literally contagious (laughs) and not in a, not in a Kobe kind of way, (laughs) but you can feel that energy. And it's the same when you're talking to somebody and you're acting like somebody else or you're not acting as your true self people can see right through that so the more that you allow your true self to come up you know allow yourself to be loud and outgoing use your hand gestures or you know be more calm and reeled in and whatever that whatever resonates with you So people can feel your energy when you aren't being your true authentic self. And again, I'll just drive this point home. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to have a different personality. Like having a business persona is great because there are boundaries where you can't drop the F-bomb 16 times in a meeting with a client because you don't know how that's going to feel to them. So approach these situations from a place of respect, obviously, but don't let yourself hide away and not be your true self just because you don't think that somebody's going to accept you or that you think you're not going to fit in. So in that client meeting, instead of dropping the F-bomb 15 times, if that's who your true self is, maybe just use that power and that force behind that energy to drive home the point that you're making. Because we know you can be articulate. You can remove certain words from your language when you're talking to those people, but instead of being you know monotone and just saying what exactly what you think the customer wants to hear say it in a way that makes you feel powerful that feels true to you and that person's going to resonate a hell of a lot more with it and if they don't like i said there's eight billion people on this planet sometimes people don't mesh sometimes personalities collide sometimes things don't perfectly aligned and that's okay because guess what there's 8 billion other people out there that you can connect with or talk to so if you're sitting with a client and you can tell that they're not liking your energy or you're not liking theirs that is okay because there is somebody else out there that you can connect with so the final thing that I will say and the point that I want to leave you with is just to take every day in every moment, in every conversation, and show up in the most authentic way that you can. Because this will help you, one, connect with people on a deeper level, two, will make you feel more confident in yourself, and three, it'll help you trust yourself more. Because when you are allowing yourself to show up in the way that feels best for you, You are going to make your soul happier. You are going to make your inner child happier. And you are going to feel more like yourself, like in those conversations with your friends or your family or your partner, the people that you feel closest with. When you allow yourself to be a little vulnerable and put yourself out there a little, it's going to feel a hell of a lot better than it does to be somebody that you're not. So if there's anything that you take away from this very long episode... (laughs) I just hope it's that you start approaching your days and your situations and conversations with a little bit more of your true self. Just a little bit more every day. It doesn't have to be a night and day transformation, but every day just be a little bit more yourself 
And you could even start by doing that on social media, posting on your story or posting a post on your profile that you're talking as your true self and not just as how you want, you know, your followers to think you are because that's the other thing is that people are going to follow you and connect with you more when you are your true self which I've already mentioned but I will mention again so just push yourself a little bit day by day to show up as that real true honest version of yourself and it is going to dramatically change how you see yourself how people connect with you and just really your experiences overall in life Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode. I felt so called to talk about this because after I made that post the other day, I was like, I have so much more I can say on this topic and I'm really glad that this was the topic that I chose to go on for this podcast. So thank you for listening. If you want to connect with me further, please like and share the podcast. That would mean so, so much to me because we're just barely starting out here. And my goal is to grow this so that I can be my authentic self and connect with the people that I want to connect with. And so if you like and share or leave a review, that would be super, super helpful And you can also follow me, the podcast, and my business on Instagram at Kayla C. Martin, Kayla with an I, at Manifest Marketing LLC, and at The Manifest Playbook. So go check us out there. I would love to connect with you or answer any questions that you might have. And just thank you again from the bottom of my heart if you listen to this. It really, truly means the world to me. So I appreciate it. I love you. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.